0: G'day, welcome to Stats Office. As always, I'm your host, Maze. I'm joined, as usual, by Dylan. How's it going, Ramiz? It's going well. We are back for week eight uh, this time around. Uh, Big recap ahead, potentially. A lot of news Mm. again. Maybe... Maybe there isn't more news, maybe we're just paying more attention to the news, because right. we had some really <laughs> slow weeks yeah. going on, but no, two pretty big weeks in a row, but yeah, let's jump into it. Um, so we've got a few health and safety things. We've tried to keep on top of this stuff. Um it's hard. We've probably missed some stuff, I, I honestly don't know, we can't follow every single team, every single player, um, but Rick Carlisle um, is out with it. <clears throat> health and safety protocols, a few different Bulls guys are out. And Karl Kuzma, now you're telling me is out. Karl Kuzma, uh, I
1: think, went in today. Um, Yeah, there's just, especially the Bulls have been hit hard. They've Mm. lost like five guys or something now, um, which obviously sucks for them because they were right up there in the East. Um, I think they're still plodding along with what they've got left. Yeah. Um, They've still got three big stars as well. They've still got Ball, Levine, and Vooch. um, And Crusoe came back, actually, uh, today, I think. So. but yeah, uh obviously DeRozan or a bunch of their
0: bench guys are out at the moment, which yep. is tough. Yeah. Um, but that's this season, that's maybe the next few seasons going mm. forward, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, some really unfortunate injury news, a lot of bad injuries this week. So yeah. CJ McCollum with a collapsed lung, he's out indefinitely. I've heard that's not as dangerous as it sounds. No, it's not. But yeah, um, still out indefinitely. Yeah. Um uh TJ McConnell had wrist surgery, also out indefinitely, expected to miss a, an extended period of time. Yeah. I think Woj tweeted he's out for the season. Yeah, Woj tweeted he's likely out. For. Likely out for the season. Yeah. Um. Or he, I saw like a few months. I saw out for season. Mm. I don't know. We TJ McConnell's not playing for a little while. Yeah. Um. Jeremy Grant had a, has a torn thumb ligament and is out indefinitely. Again, no real timeline. No, no idea what's going on there. I mean, Bam is
1: apparently six to eight weeks. Uh, if it's the same type of injury, um, I'm assuming Jeremy's along that oh, similar okay, right, trajectory. Right, right. Yeah.
0: yeah, but yeah. Um, and then yeah, Kyrie Lewis Jr. of the Pelicans, yeah. I believe so, um, is out for the season with a torn ACL. So a very young guy. I think he's yeah. in his second year now.
1: And uh, I think he tore something else in his knee as well. So oh, yeah. I
0: think it was like a strained MCL or something. Oh, like that. It strained, was like some okay. other damage to his MCL yeah. as well.
1: So uh, did that happen on court? I don't think it did. I, did I see don't think so. Yeah, so I don't know. Whatever happens sounds. Uh, You know, it's obviously unfortunate it sounds painful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then, also speaking of the Pelican, Zion has been set back again, remains out indefinitely. He's now out of basketball activity, so he's even further back than where he was before. Right. With foot soreness, probably not helped by his weight. No. Not Um, at all. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Apparently, he's upwards
1: of 330 pounds at the moment, which is definitely heaviest in the league. Yeah, I would Uh, say so. And... Yeah, he would regressed to four and four stuff and is now back out mm. entirely. So uh it's gonna be um I think it's gonna be a while before we see Zion. Yeah. Uh, he's now officially played uh, played less games than he has played games. Uh does that make sense?
0: Has not played He's missed more games than he's played throughout his career. I ma- that's what okay. I'm gonna be saying. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, um Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um and yeah, it's like even when he does get ready, he's not in shape. It's no. how I don't know if he's... I don't know how he expects to get
1: healthy when he's that heavy. I
0: don't know how he expects to play when he gets healthy if he's yeah. not in shape.
1: Yeah, no, it's just... It's all sort of working against him at the moment. Nothing is going right. Mm. Um, so, something needs to happen in Pelican's land to get through to him or to do what they're doing more effective. I'm or not get sure. get like his
0: trainers <laughs> or something oh, or other.
1: I don't I don't know where the barrier is here whether it's Zion mm. himself or the people around him or stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh and yeah, so some slightly different kinds of news less yeah. negative. Here, Ben Simmons trade rumors are heating up. Yeah. Um we saw some stuff uh with the Blazers, Ben uh sorry, I believe Damian Lillard said he'd be interested in playing with Ben Simmons. Right. Um the Blazers have said they would not trade Damian Lillard for Ben Simmons. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, but they said the Sixers then said they're looking for someone in the Shea Gilgis Alexander kind of talent range. Interesting. Okay,
1: that is maybe a step down from where they were a couple of weeks ago in terms of what they're expecting for Ben
0: Simmons. In fairness, they also said Shea Gilgis Alexander slash Dame talent range, and that's not oh, the same. That's, that's that's not the same. Okay, that, that's not a same talent range. <laughs> no. So, yeah. Oh, so do they mean between Shea and Dame? Maybe. I thought they meant okay. as good as Shea and Dame and that's not correct. Right. Okay. There is something wrong with that statement. <laughs> yes, there is. I mean, if it's between,
1: then they haven't really budged on what they're looking for. Yeah. Um, If it's something around the Shea thing, that opens up a few more deals and that is making it more interesting. Apparently, three-team deals are becoming more intriguing yeah. for teams. So, getting other assets with Simmons or sending other assets away for teams that maybe don't have what they, what the Sixers want. Um, So, I'm,
0: do you think something happens with this year? I think so. I think we see something by the deadline because yeah. um, we don't... Cur- obviously, we, we're not at the point where every player in the league is tradable, at least. Right. I mean, we never get to the point where every player in the league is tradable, but I think currently 65% of the league is tradable. Yeah. I think that jumps up to 84% in the next month or so, so yeah. that's um recently signed restrictions yeah. and things like that, or recently traded restrictions or something like that. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. All the off-season restrictions. Yeah, some some restrictions in there. Uh, are going to go away. So, yeah, a lot more of the league will be open to be traded and I think deals are more likely to happen. We tend to see a few deals on that day when yeah. those deals are able to be made. And then, yeah, it, we always expect something up, uh, coming up to the deadline. I wouldn't yeah. rule it out.
1: No. Yeah, I mean, I did, um, I guess I'm expecting something to happen this year. Um, and I think, yeah, you're right, the deadline is the date. I don't think it's going to happen any earlier than the deadline because mm. um, I think there's going to be plenty of teams jockeying to lower the price for themselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um Isaiah Thomas, you know, the news yeah, So Isaiah Thomas will play in the G League showcase. Um and he's trying to make a comeback into the NBA. Right. Good for him. He I guess he's taking up. the Yeah, he's yeah. taking the right path to it, playing right. through the G League. I don't know how successful he's going to be at this point, but yeah. it'd be nice. <laughs> it would be nice to have him back. Um yeah, he's been doing his work with the national team as well. Mm.
1: Um trying to sort of get eyes on him and get some reps in. Um yeah, the G League is a great spot to go. I'm surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up. You know, if, if something doesn't happen from the showcase, if he ends up on a G League team for the rest of the season. Mm. Yeah, yeah, which would be good to see him. In. Yeah,
0: um, you should go into the three on three <laughs> at some point. Yeah, no,
1: because he definitely should. Because th- mm. he'd be awesome at that. Um, yeah, he's got the complete skill set for it. Um, he'd probably be like awesome for like the U.S. like qualifying teams. I don't know who they sent. For the I actually have no idea who I, played in the three on three. I don't yeah. think the men qualified for the three on three, which team. is interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I th- oh, maybe they did. And, and then I don't know. I think I, fa- I think Alfonso McKinney, if you remember that name, is a big name for mm. the three on three team. Um, yeah, there's a few like former players yeah, in there. Yeah, uh, He's that, also in the G League at the moment. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, just weird, yeah. <laughs> I guess. But yeah, no, it would be it'll be good to see him somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I guess the final kind of big piece of news and this is a big big piece of news mm. players now can't enter Canada if they're not vaccinated right Um. they already couldn't enter the arena if I'm not mistaken okay or, or I mean obviously they can't play but uh, oh wait in Toronto they can't enter Canada no no I'm saying before this yeah no I, I don't think they were allowed in the mm.
1: arena I don't know if I heard anyone of missing games in Toronto because they weren't
0: vaccinated okay interesting yeah. maybe not Um. but yeah no not allowed to play at all. And the league yeah. has now been given a list of all unvaccinated players. In All unvaccinated players. You'd assume they had some. I'm assuming the league was keeping tabs, yeah. But they, I think they now have an official list of here's who right. is not vaccinated. These people are not legally allowed to enter Canada. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. I'm not sure if you heard about
1: this, but uh, in the NFL, some players fake their vaccination status. Yeah. <coughs> so, I don't know. I'm not assuming anyone in the NBA has done that, but it is a possibility that someone's faked their vaccination status. And then, you know, obviously this is a legal thing entering another country's borders. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they'll try and, if anyone has doing this, and I'm not assuming anyone has, if they try and keep up that ruse or if they have to come clean to the league or something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And we might learn of a couple other players who right. aren't vaccinated that we don't fully know about. Because yeah. most of the league is, va- is vaccinated, but I think there's a few. I don't, I don't have any tabs on who's unvaccinated at the I have a few like yeah some of the obvious ones right you know, obviously Kyrie but like <laughs> you know Michael Woody Jr kind of yeah. type but like there's others there's other hidden hidden ones here and there in terms but of yeah people actually playing right now I have no idea who it is mm. yeah Uh but yeah that is all the news from this week unless you I have think no, with you. I think that's it yeah Um update on BAM do you know anything still uh, just weeks like, away yeah, yeah. okay
1: it's only been a week since the injury, I think, so. All
0: right, uh, let's get to one big question then. Um, and we'll start here with the Rockets. And my question is, is this sustainable? So, they've obviously yeah. been going <clears throat> pretty well <laughs> recently. <clears throat> so, 7-3 and three in the last 10, um, all without um, Jalen Green. Uh, the last uh, three or four without uh, Kevin Porter Jr. as well. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so, they've just been getting contributions from... Everyone, yeah. I think they've got six players averaging double digits in these last 10 games or right. so. Um, and Daniel Tyson, someone else, I'm trying to remember the who
1: is. yeah, the sharpshooter guy. Oh, I'm of? trying to,
0: I'd, no, there's someone else averaging around eight. So, oh, okay, Daniel Tyson, someone else is averaging around eight, but like in the double digits, you've got Eric Gordon, Garrison Matthews, yeah, Garrison Matthews, um, Christian Wood, uh, Kevin Putty Jr., um. Who is, else has Eric Gordon been putting work? I, I said it recorded oh, okay, uh, Jay Sean Tate, and then yeah. one other I want to say right, um, off the top of my head, but yeah, they've got guys yeah. doing stuff, and I don't know, is it sustainable? I tend to think it is, really? I think. Oh, Shen as well is oh, WWE, okay. uh, but yeah, because I think it is, I don't think it seven and three is sustainable, but right. I think more than you know, like four the worst six? record in the league, yeah, is sustainable just because. They've got the chemistry, and if all of these guys are contributing, that's not just one guy on a hot streak. Mm-hmm. And it's—I mean, maybe it's the entire team on a hot streak, but that seems less likely. Unlikely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think it is more sustainable than we might think.
1: Yeah, I mean, that would be interesting to see them sort of. Yeah, you're right. I'm not expecting them to go seven and three for the like sort of pace for the rest of the season. No. But uh, you know, if they can keep themselves off a two and seventeen start or whatever they Probably start with, something like something that. Like yeah. that um, uh yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be completely surprised because you're right. This this team is not devoid of talent, uh, in the no. slightest. But you know, it is at least noteworthy that this has happened without Jalen Green, and I wonder if things go back to the way they were with him getting big minutes again. Mm. You know, obviously he's a rookie that likes to shoot. Sort of that could be the reason their offense is clicking a bit better at the moment. Um, and they're getting all these contributions from different guys. But I I don't know. I mean. This is a talented team, even though they are young. Um, so uh, yeah, I think they, I think they like to be more competitive for the rest of the season, like they are right now. Yep. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, my question was, is this what they want? I don't think they want seven and three for no, the rest of the season, no. but I think they do want to see signs of life from this roster because they shouldn't be completely awful. No, um, definitely not. Like the I mean, who's the worst team right now? I'd say the, the Pelicans, Magic. the Magic, yeah, yeah one, of, one of the two. Yeah, one of those two teams. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it it is interesting that they've gone on this run and, you know, they've lost the last two, but yes. to
0: the you know two surging teams right now in the Bucs and the Grizzlies. Who yeah, we'll we should mention of their seven wins, only two of them were against good teams. Right. Um, one was against the Bulls, one was against the Nets, question mark, I think so. Uh, but then oh, yes. I think they had like two against the Pelicans, one against, I want to say the Magic and right. maybe like one one or two against the Thunder. Yeah. So it wasn't, you know, they weren't playing top, top level talent right no. there. Um, but yeah, I, I'm also unsure if this is what they want, but if this is what they have, it's great for John Wall coming back as well. Because mm. he can slot right back into there, yeah. uh, into like a winning potentially a roster. We'll a see. A
1: competitive roster.
0: Yeah, a competitive yeah. roster. I mean, we're not expecting a playoff push. No. Anytime soon. Or but even a play-in push, if I'm being honest. I could say it. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe. okay. Um. It, it depends. It depends what it looks like with Jalen Um. Yeah. No, that is the big question
1: mark. Um. Yeah, John Wall's an interesting what-if at the moment mm. for, you know, if he comes back with this team. I'd, I'm pushing towards the uh, idea that he's not coming back this season. I don't think they're going to play him. But he wants to. He wants to play, but he didn't want to play earlier in the season. So, sure. Um, you know, it's sort of, I think maybe the Rockets made their decision. They're saying, all right, well, if you're out, we're going with what we have that wants to be here. And mm. now we're not going to sort of throw everything up in the air with, now that you want to come back.
0: Yeah, but if they're winning, adding another mm. player like John Wall in there helps the winning probably. Does it? <laughs> I think so. I think he's the right kind of guy to help keep that offense chugging along at all points of time. Like, they've got so many offensive weapons, they just need kind of guys to run it. Right. I think with Jalen Green out, it's been like more of an Eric Gordon kind of show. He's yeah, I know. He's more, picked up, definitely. He's more the guy running it. So, getting another vet in there to kind of help run all these young guys mm. out there, I think that sounds really good. I mean, again, it's how competitive do they want to end up? You're right. I think yeah.
1: they are looking for another top pick. In this upcoming draft, um, yeah, they're not looking to be a tenth seed and bail out in the play-in or anything like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. Um, now let's move on to the Jazz next. Yeah. Um, do we sleep? I am sleeping. You sleep? I think
1: we have a right to sleep. I think so as well. Yeah, <laughs> but we should acknowledge. Yes. In all <laughs> or, in all fairness, they are the third best team record-wise in the league right now. And they're really... Are the top
0: three teams all in the West? Yes. Interesting, it is. okay. Yeah,
1: Warriors, Suns, Jazz right now. And they Nets, I think. Uh, yeah, there. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, right now, they are second in the league in points per game. They are first in made three-pointers per game. They are they have the best offensive rating by a mile, even over the Warriors mm. and those other teams. And they're second best in net rating at 11.3, which is historic in its own right, but the Warriors are also doing a bit of memeing at the moment and just crushing teams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they are legitimately fantastic, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's We've seen legitimately fantastic statistical seasons. They were the one seed last year. They were. And then they lost in the... Th- uh,
0: second round? Second round. Yeah, I think so. Against the Clippers in the second round. Then right. the Clippers lost to the Suns in yeah. the Conference finals. And they collapsed in the second round, too. Against yeah. the koalas Clippers team. Mm. Um, so Series they definitely should have won, yeah.
1: Yeah, so... I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> no, we do sleep, but yep. it's bedtime. <laughs> it, it is... It's bedtime. They need to wake me up (laughs) (laughs) after our regular season nap on the Jazz. Because, you know, I don't need to be wowed 25 games in. I need to be wowed 90 games in. Yeah. You know, Um, that's sort of when the Jazz need
0: to be this good Mm. for the first time. I think they are this good. In the playoffs. But I think everyone else adjusts to them being this good. I don't think yeah. the Jazz have ever taken a step forward in the playoffs, which I think is the issue. A lot of other teams take a step forward in the playoffs in some way, shape, or form. Right? The Jazz just haven't the done Jazz that in the last not. few years. And I don't know. I don't think they can. I don't maybe think maybe they're overachieving in the regular season, so they have no room to improve right. in the playoffs. I don't think they Yeah, I just don't think their roster is built to take steps forward. Mm. Uh,
1: you know, I think Bogey is the candidate to take a step forward in the playoffs of all the sort of guys, you know, like obviously uh, Donovan is going to be fantastic in the playoffs and Rudy is going to be what Rudy does. But uh, I think Bogey is someone that they're hoping to take a step forward in the playoffs. And he was injured to end the season last year, I think. Or maybe that was the bubble. I'm blanking. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm not expecting that from Mike Conley at this point. Um, or, you know, Jordan Clarkson is just Jordan Clarkson. I don't know if he's going to take a step forward necessarily mm. come playoff time. You know, Jingles is always solid, but, you know, what can you expect from him, really? Um, sort of, you know, again, taking a step forward. Um, yeah, this just seems like a Jazz team that has built time after time to dominate the regular season and sort of get left behind in the playoffs. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, I agree. Uh,
1: and then final team here, who we've, we're maybe a bit late, Talking about. Oh, we, talked it, we talked about them earlier in the season, I think. Um, but the Grizzlies, who, after J- uh, Jar's terrifying injury, honestly, mm. uh, which he's lucky that he's, you know, we talked about it when it happened, I'm sure, but um, yeah, he's back sort of. A while away, but mm. he's not. It's not season ending. Um, he's also in COVID protocols. I think actually. Oh, okay, that right. Insult to injury. Um, they are seven and one since Charles' injury. They're just crushing teams. They're crushing teams, and they put up the fifty point beatdown, which we talked about last yep. week. Um, oh, sorry, the seventy point beatdown. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, they have beat quality teams the whole way through, mm. if I remember correctly. Um, I think they beat the Bulls. I think they beat the Clippers.
0: Um, all without Jar. Um, uh, adding to that, all of them have been Y2Y wins. They were never behind in six straight games. Really? They led the, the entire, entire way team. for six straight games. That's unbelievable. So they're just absolutely dominating teams. And it, it, pretty much everyone has just
1: stepped up. Um, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. has been the leading scorer over those eight games. Mm. Um, Desmond Bain has been fantastic. Yep. Um, showing off his three-point stroke, but also his sort of He's you know taken a step forward offensively, expanding his game a bit. Um, Tyus Jones has been really yeah. good, uh, facilitating. Uh, Brandon Clark has come back into the uh, rotation and looked really good. I think he's putting up like eleven a game over this stretch. There's just a bunch of guys that are doing work for this team.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize they had that wire to wire stuff. That's nuts. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean they've really just been taking leads and owning them. It's so interesting to see them without Jar. Like obviously, mm. this is what I expected from the guys. At the start of the season. And that's that was always why my pick was Jar is not going to take a huge step forward because right. all these guys are going to do this. But now it's happening without Jar there. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's maybe even more proof of how good Jar is. Like, they don't right. need to do this when he's there. Yeah. Or something like that. But yeah, he has... Yeah, I mean, they've just taken the step forward that I expected them to. Um, just not at the time that I expected them to, really. Yeah, it's sort of like, that could
1: have been a very demoralizing injury for this season for the Grizzlies. And, uh, we saw that in the actual game. I think they lost by 30 after that after the injury in the actual game. But since then, they've completely rallied. Um, I'm just looking at who they've actually beat here. So the injury happened against the Hawks. They beat the Kings. Eh. The Raptors. Eh. The Thunder. Crushed them. The Mavs. Good win. The Heat. Good win. Uh, they lost to the Mavs. Uh, in a close one. Yep. Uh, beat the Lakers, beat the Rockets today. Um, so, yeah, okay. Maybe not outstanding competition, but like you said, they completely dominated them the whole way through. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, great. <laughs> great for the Grizzlies. Who have they got coming up? Um, or do you just close it? Okay. Games coming up. The
1: Sixers, so a big one. The Blazers mid. The Kings, bit less than mid. The Blazers again. The Thunder again. Then the Warriors, then the Kings again. Then the
0: Suns, okay, and the Lakers. So, so they've got room in there for a few, like few of those teams where they should beat, and then some good competition, you know, yeah, like the Warriors so, and the Sixers. Sprinkled in, yeah. Yep. So this is completely sustain sustainable. Yeah, it definitely. seems like um,
1: with you know the competition they've got coming up, and also just the consistency of the contributions over this run. Yeah, I would say like it's not guys every other night a different guy having a big night. It's sort of the same guys every night filling out this offense the way they know how. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, well, I think that's about it for one big question. Let's get to my top three stats of the week now. Um, all right, at number three, I have no idea how to check this. I don't know if this has ever happened before. It was really interesting when I saw this. Right. Um, three players in the Mavs' starting lineup played a total of about 80 minutes, and they scored six total points against the Pacers. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, Reggie Bullock, and Dwight Powell scored six points against the Pacers. They all played, <laughs> like, high 20s each. or low 30s each. Wow. Um, And they... Interestingly, they only took six shots total. Wow. Okay. So Luca and yeah. Chris Tapps, I think, took like 40 shots combined. Right. The other three, six shots. Just nothing.
1: Yeah. That's so interesting. I mean, that's probably the Pacers' game plan, to be honest. And the Pacers won that game? Yes. Yes. Um, did KP finish for like 19 in that game? I think I remember the box probably. score a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's probably the Pacers' game plan. <laughs> and it's that's probably how teams will play the Mavs. In sort of, in the playoffs and stuff. Mm, take um, the other guys out of yeah, it. Yeah, um, Let Luca beat you one-on-one, which, you know, is a scary proposition, um, but it's better than have him just controlling the entire offense. Yeah, but, um, yeah, that was yeah. pretty
0: ideal for them, because two Mavs bench players also scored in the double digits. Yeah, right. Um, Probably
1: Tim Hardaway and Jalen Brunson, if I remember correctly. Exactly, yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, I think I remember looking at that box score and going, geez, where did the offense come from until I got to the bench a bit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that is crazy to think about. And, you know, you'd think that Dorian Finney-Smith would catch more than one lob in, yeah, a, in right. a game with Luke or something like By that. But Powell as well.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, just... One of them took no shots, if I'm not mistaken. Was it Reggie Bullock? Reggie Bullock took zero. Oh, no. Reg- no, sorry. Made zero shots.
1: Right. Man, that is tough. <laughs> That's a, not a good look for what was a highly touted free agent.
0: Yeah, over oh, two up. in that game. Yeah. Um, Dwight Powell... Is he having a good season? One for one. Um, He's having an alright season. Eh? Oh, six and three. Mm, so six uh, is... Damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, sorry, yeah, no, I mixed up the minutes a little bit. Reggie Bullock and Dwight Powell only played 21-ish minutes each. Dorian Finney-Smith right. played the most minutes of anyone with 37. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean, that's obviously not his role to go out and score in no, bunches, but, but yeah. you know, he, you'd hope he'd pick up a bit more than two or whatever he finished uh, four, with. I four, I think, four, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a tough look.
0: Yeah. Alright, number two. Against the Celtics, Russell Westbrook had 8 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists. This was the 33rd time of his career he had a triple single, so uh, a single in each of the three stats. Um, But this was also the second highest plus-minus he's ever had in one of these games, with plus 18. Uh, The previous one was a plus 20. He only played 15 minutes in that game. Was that
1: against the Celtics? Yeah. I thought he had a fantastic game against (laughs) the Celtics. I watched that game. I uh, I think I only watched the third quarter, actually. Or maybe the third and the fourth. But... I could have sworn he had 40 to finish the game. Did he score all of his points in the third quarter? Because he was crushing them in the third quarter. I, mean, I, can't say he, I, I think that. he had
0: like three layups in a row. So that's very, that's crazy. Oh, wait, no, not the Celtics? No, 24 there. What which game am oh, I okay, looking at? Okay, I was going to say, that's unbelievable. What game am I looking at? Oh, maybe the Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was, was against gonna the Grizzlies. Say. Wait, no, that's a minus 16. What did I look at? Is
1: it earlier in the week?
0: I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking at now.
1: Where'd you get this stat from?
0: <laughs> from my brain. Well, no, I looked at a box score. <laughs> Where is this? Did I just make this up? Did Ramiz just make up a stat? I swear I did it. Was this the, the Thunder, Thunder game? They won this game, so that helps the plus minus. Yes, okay. Okay, there you we go. found it. Eight points, nine rebounds, seven assists against the Thunder. Okay. <laughs> Whew. Yeah. <laughs> I did not watch that game. <laughs> okay. But
1: Russ did have a fantastic game against the Celtics did, from what yeah. I saw. He was
0: un- unreal. I don't know where I got Celtics from in there. Anyway, anyway we got there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um and number one, Giannis, the seventh time in NBA history. A player had forty one points, seventeen boards, five assists, three steals, and two blocks. Um he had the mo- fewest minutes of any of them and the most the highest field goal percentage. Name the other six, Dylan. Give us a guess. Oh my goodness. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm okay. guess, I'm excited for
1: this. So run through the stats again, sorry.
0: So 41 points, yep. 17 boards, five rebounds, three steals, two blocks. Wow. Uh, so wilt? six other players have done it. No wilt. No, wilt. I believe Wilt is slightly before all of these things were oh, recorded. blocks, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh Hakeem. Uh yes. Yes. Yeah. Shaq? No, no Shaq. No Shaq. Um uh, couple more legendary big men. Uh Kring? Yep. Um, uh, like Moses. Uh, no. Okay. So, uh, Clippers older. Oh, as well.
1: Bob McAdoo. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Bill Walton. No. Okay. Um, in terms of big men now, you're getting into a lower tier here. So a there's one tier. more like big man, right? Or bigger man. So you've kind of got two forwards here, or like bigger okay. forwards, sort of. Uh, like KG. What, similar time. Tim to Duncan. KG? No. Uh, like lower profile but similar time
1: chris webber yeah oh, okay yep um, all right you got
0: two older ones here one's a one's just a legend like hot very high profile forward small forward power forward like 80s uh bird yeah yeah um and i don't know how to give you come hints on, on this come last come guy on, on. i've mentioned this guy before he has an interesting nickname um <laughs> okay um, that doesn't help me. I will look him up, because I, I don't say. remember anything about him. Get me
1: going. Uh, this is what I live for. <laughs>
0: um, he was very much known for his lack of effort on the court.
1: Give me a age, he- a time frame. Yeah, let I mean, me find I mean, it. His he's playing, get playing days. Uh, lack of effort. Like, 1980
0: else? to 1990.
1: Lack of effort.
0: One time all-star, that's where his nickname came from.
1: Interesting. I don't know. I've mentioned this before. yeah. Um, is his nickname Lazy
0: or something? No. Okay. Sleep. Do you want it? Yeah. Uh, Joe Barry Carroll, also known as Joe Barely Cares. Joe Barely Cares.
1: That's fantastic. No, I never would have gotten that. Yeah. No. Joe, that I do remember one. that nickname now that you bring it up. Yeah, mm. Joe Barely Cares. Fantastic. <laughs> I mean, shout out to <laughs> him. One thing I can always rely on with his Yana stats now is fewest minutes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, every single time. <laughs> he just does
0: it in, like, the first quarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and highest full goal percentage there as well. Yeah, that generally comes with it, Yep. Yeah. Alright, well, that's the stats there. No plus yeah. minus for me. No you. plus minus. Busy week. And also kind of forgot it. Apologies. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to a very brief Baywatch as mm-hmm. well. Not much happened here, but Trey Mann did have a good game Yeah. Uh, against the Lakers, obviously in, in a loss. 21 point loss. Uh, 19 points and 3 boards. Yep. Off of 7 for 15 or 8 for 15 shooting one oh, or the nice. other. Huge dunk on Wayne Ellington too. I mm. uh, Also got... Dunked on by LeBron that same game. But huge dunk on Wayne Ellington. It was sick. And he yeah. was hype <laughs> after it too. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all we got this week. Sadiq kind of a Sadiq yep. uh Moses Moody barely played. Yeah. I saw him out on the court. Today's game, right? I
1: think he was out there to finish the last minute. I don't know if he did okay. anything. I think he got a hockey assist. I have a feeling um, he didn't do much. Yeah. But in the Warriors lost to the Sixers today. I think he played for probably like 45 seconds.
0: Did we watch the last minute of that? Yeah, I think so. Oh, he played forty-six seconds. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look let, let me go.
1: Any <laughs> stats? Uh, no. Big.
0: Keep grinding, young like, fell. W- oh, plus four though. <laughs> plus four, go. huge. Started the comeback. <laughs> Didn't lose the game. Just ran out of time. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to our league plus games to watch. Then. Um, I will go first on this one. So Heat at Cavs on Tuesday the fourteenth. Um, two of the better teams of the East. It's always yeah. weird when I think the Cavs are one of yep. the better teams in the East, it's but yeah, nuts to come back to them every time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, two kind of different styles of play. The Heat, I guess, have been playing a bit smaller, especially with that Bam. Yeah, the Cavs, big, <laughs> big. Yeah, huge. Um, we've seen some excellent Max Struess
1: minutes. Uh, the last couple games, including a huge fourth quarter against the Bucks. Uh, which we got a win. I think that was this week. Yeah, it was this week. Uh, oh, paired that with a huge Caleb Barton game, 28 points, new career high. It was fantastic. Um, what else is happening? Has Jimmy been playing? I don't think Jimmy's been playing either, but we've picked up some wins the last couple of weeks. I wonder if he'll be back for the Cavs, hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also on Tuesday, I've got the Warriors at Pacers. Um, Pacers game is interesting. Pacers game is interesting. Um, I don't know. I you know obviously watching the Warriors is fun. oh no sorry I know why I picked this. Uh, Steph's going for the record. Oh right, yes. Uh Seven to go after a, a disappointing last two games. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Seven to go. I'm I'm almost gonna book it that he does it on this team on the pieces.
0: yeah. It feels right. Yeah, but um, they've got
1: the defenders there as well. Uh you're right. No T.J. McConnell though. Yeah, but you throw a Brogdon on him. You throw a Brogdon, you can run. You can run Brogdon off screens. Mm. He's a big boy. Um, Yeah, I think Steph gets this one. Okay. And he's going to try and outdo Clay's 60 in 11 dribbles or whatever it was. (laughs) That was on the paces as well. Or, no, I think he's 60 in 29 minutes was on the paces. Mm. Um, So, yeah, Steph's going to try and beat him out there.
0: Okay. Um, You can go on the next
1: one as well. We yeah. are, we've got Lakers at Mavs. Um, just because LeBron and Luca always have fun games against each other. They like matching up against each other. Uh, LeBron's talked previously about how he wanted to sign Luca as his first LeBron. Brand athlete mm. for a shoe deal. Um, those two are obviously well respected with each other, uh, and they like matching up with each other, so it's always
0: fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the same day, we have Wolves at Nuggets. Their last ge- n- at Nuggets. Their last game was pretty good. Uh, Collin Towns matched up really well against Jokic, and mm. then the Nuggets did eventually pull away. But also, they're very s- close in the standings. I think they're only separated by one seed or so. Okay, actually, that might have changed after today. I mean, it's right. so tight down uh, down in the bottom of the West, or like in the middle of the West. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so two. Similar standing-wise teams, two obviously great centers, yeah. matching up. Yep, and yeah, I'll go to the next one. I I didn't notice that we picked games on all the same days. Oh,
1: that is very interesting.
0: <laughs> um, I have worries at Raptors on Sunday the nineteenth, literally because I couldn't think of a better game to pick. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I don't
1: hate it. The Raptors have gone a bit quiet. I feel like as mm. we progress through the season, I'm not hearing a lot uh, of the Raptors. I haven't watched a lot either, um, so I might have to change that. The next yeah, this coming week, I'll probably tune in for that game. Uh. My Sunday game is Knicks at celtics um two slightly well, the Celtics definitely are disappointing. The Knicks are starting to become a bit disappointing, yeah, um east teams uh both of them could would love to have a jump start right now, sort of both for their offenses, I guess I don't know what's really wrong with the Celtics. Mm. It's kind of everything everything it's kind of hard to fix the Celtics at this point um, but no, I think, and the thing is they both still have star power mm-hmm. and I still want to watch a lot of their games even though they're both mid right yeah. now. Yeah, uh, And also we have our SBS games here. Um, the Spurs at Jazz on Saturday the 3rd, uh, 18th, sorry. Yep. Um, another Spurs game on SBS and w- with that as well, uh, Nuggets at Nets on
0: Monday the 20th. Another Nets, another game. Nets game. Yeah, by the they- way, we also have Nets, Pistons today as a this episode yes. comes out.
1: Uh which we should have told you about last week, I think we did. We did, did. Yeah. yes. Um, but yeah, massive Nets fans there, yes. Which you know can't blame them. Big <laughs> big star power there, but the Spurs always come on as well. I think. Um, yeah, I think I the Spurs they're a much the quieter time. team in terms of. The Spurs star seem power. like such an
0: FBS team to me, though. It, you're not <laughs> wrong. You're absolutely not wrong.
1: Um, I wonder if they sort of went the Aussie angle because, but you know, there's bigger Aussies to watch. Just you know, Jock Lang- Langdale. He's barely playing. Right, he he also uh he went to the G League this week and mm. had a massive first game. I think he put up 26 points on okay. like 10 for 12 I didn't shooting. See that. Um but uh yeah, I I don't know, but they should both be fun games watching yep. the Jazz. You can watch them probably crush another team. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to sleep, yeah. All right, uh, let's get a, Let's get to our over-under and go ahead yeah, on this one. Yeah, uh, we're going to have to go me again this week after yeah. DeMar DeRozan was out with COVID protocols, I think the day after we set the line. Yeah, I don't think he played a game. <laughs> he did not play a game all week, and he probably won't play a game next week either. So um, I'm going with a new angle here. Um, Anthony Davis has been completely and utterly disappointing uh, full stop, but also from three-point especially. Uh, I think he's shooting like 12%. Right now, or mm. over the last little stretch, he's making 0.3 of his two attempts per game. Um, yeah, so you know, sh- it's hard to see that keeping up, but I think it has been like that all season. Uh, but I am also setting the line abysmal- abysmally low uh, at 20% from three point this upcoming week, three right. games. Okay. Up. Minimum how many attempts? It has, worried- min- it has
0: to be minimum five. It doesn't work otherwise. Minimum five. I'm happy to set the yeah. line there. I think he gets five up. Yeah, pretty comfortably. But so. it's like if he takes two threes and he doesn't make either of them, or if he makes both of them, or yeah. whatever, it's just like it doesn't feel like a particularly good line for either of okay. us. Okay, so, we'll go so to minimum, minimum five attempts. If yeah. not, null and void again, and then <laughs> yeah. I'll just take over. Yeah, uh, the following week. But yeah, give me. I guess give me the over. It's 20%. Give him the over. So that's uh, Magic, Ma- uh, Mavs, Timberwolves uh, this upcoming week. I can see him hitting two for five. Yeah, the Magic are there. Well, wait, so over on... Is this 20% or 19.5 or 20.5? Because w- one for five, is that a win or a not? Is that over oh, okay. under?
1: under? Uh, we'll go 20.5. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's making me... Oh, actually, irritated. no, we're we'll going 19.5. That's what I'm... Okay, 19.5. Okay, so give me the over then. Give you the, I'll still go the under. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't know why I don't know why shooting's so bad either. Um, but I don't see it necessarily changing anytime soon. I honestly don't see it changing until playoff time where he actually has to give a shit. But like, one for five, I think I can peg him for that. But yeah, I don't know. He's. <laughs> I think I checked I think I got the 0.3 for two over the last eight games or something because I was originally doing a LeBron right. stat because he came back strong after his abdominal injury. Um... <laughs> But, yeah, then I saw that beauty I had to go with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, I
0: would not be surprised if he missed them, missed them all. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. we're both currently three for two. That will separate us next week, assuming he qualifies. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's about it for this episode. Yeah, I think that's it. Yep, so if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a like on YouTube, check out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating or review. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at stat underscore stuffers. Other than that, thanks for listening. Peace.